Chapter 25 SK Leaders Tensions Within Minho and Taekyun got back to their car and stayed silent for a while. Minho and Taekyun got back to the car and stayed silent for a while. Minho. He's probably gone by now, isn't he? Taekyun. It's better this way. It won't be a lie to say we don't know where he is now. Minho nodded and they headed back in silence. Minho only felt a slight relief in knowing he could have some trust in Taekyun. However, Taekyun still felt like he should still be cautious. Minho really didn't seem regretful of joining, but Taekyun knew how easily. Minho and Taekyun got back to the car and stayed silent for a while. Minho. He's probably gone by now, isn't he? Taekyun. It's better this way. It won't be a lie to say we don't know where he is now. Minho nodded and they headed back in silence. Minho only felt a slight relief in knowing he could have some trust in Taekyun. However, Taekyun still felt like he should be cautious. Minho really did seem regretful of joining, but Taekyun knew how easily Huta was able to keep him in check. They got back and were immediately called into Huta's office. Huta, did you spot him? Minho was about to answer when Taekyun spoke up instead. Taekyun, some of the locals said he was around the redevelopment area. Minho was caught off guard but tried to control his reaction, but he was beginning to worry if Taekyun was actually taking Huta's side. Huta. Really? He'd really run into Hyunim's territory? Huta scoffed in amusement. Taekyun. Hiding in plain sight. Minho. But we wouldn't be stupid enough. Huta scoffed in amusement. Taekyun. Hiding in plain sight. Minho. But he wouldn't be stupid enough to stay in the same place for long. Huta. Maybe, but now we have a head start. Don't tell anyone and just bring him straight to me if you find him. Now... Huta scoffed in amusement. Huta scoffed in amusement. Taekyun. Hiding in plain sight. Minho. But he wouldn't be stupid enough to stay in the same place for long. Huta. Maybe. But now we have a head start. Don't tell anyone and just bring him straight to me if you find him. No. When you find him. Got it? Taekyun and Minho bowed and left the office. As they entered the hallway, Taekyun sighed. Taekyun. <sighs> Minho. Minho, I'm trying to trust you, but if you hurt Taeyang, I won't leave you alone. They stared at each other until Taekyun held out his hand. Minho shook it as Taekyun agreed to the deal. Just then, Jesse approached. Jesse, what deal? Taekyun, none of your concern. Jesse, wow, what an honor that Mr. Taekyun has finally decided to talk to me. Taekyun scoffed and walked into his room, ignoring her. Minho turned to Jesse and tried to act naturally. Minho. Nuna, is something up? Jesse. No, I'm just bored. All the focus is on Taeyang, so there's not much to do. Minho. Then shall we play a game of billiards? We haven't played in a while. Jesse smiled and nodded before grabbing onto his arm. They headed to the game room and Minho started to set up while Jesse got the pool sticks. Jesse. Let's make it interesting. If I win, you tell me what you guys were really talking about. Minho smiled to himself before grabbing the pool stick from Jesse. Minho, I thought for sure you'd be more interested in Taeyang's location, but if that's... Jesse, what? You actually found him? Minho, if I win... Minho approached Jesse with a smile as he stared right into her eyes. Minho, what should I ask for? Jesse, did you guys really find him? Where is he? Minho, I got it. If I win, it will be your turn to disappear. 
Jessie looked at him wide-eyed but scoffed right after. Before she could speak, Minho elaborated. Minho, we know you've been working for Hyungmin. You're his little spy and frankly it's becoming annoying. You're so obvious. So let's stop acting. Jessie looked at him wide-eyed but scoffed right after. Before she could speak, Minho elaborated. Minho, we know you've been working for Hyungmin. You're his little spy and frankly it's becoming annoying. You're so obvious. So, let's stop getting in each other's way. He walked over and took the first shot. They played in silence as they were tied, but before the game could end, Matthew walked in and asked to join. Matthew, why didn't you guys invite me? It's hard to find time to play. Jesse, ugh, whatever. It was obvious I was going to win anyway. Minho, you really think so? Before she could respond, Minho helped Matthew set everything back up. She noticed a smirk on his face that made her shiver for the first time. Jesse, what the hell is he planning? She shook it off and played with them for a while until Yongu came in looking for Matthew. Matthew, oh, you're awake. Ready to go hunting? Yongu nodded and went back out. Matthew turned to the others and said goodbye, but before he could leave, Jesse spoke up. Jesse, mind if I tag along? It's a little stuffy staying in all day. Matthew, sure, come on. She turned to Minho, trying to mask her concerns. Jesse, Nothing beats watching someone suffer to release some stress. Matthew laughed awkwardly and left the room with Jesse. Minho smirked and he bowed as they left. He put everything away before walking out. Leo showed the letters to Tail. Tail's eyes grew wide as he read the letters and realized who they were written to. He looked back up, surprised, as Leo took the letters back and hid them in his bag. Tail, those letters. Leo, let's not get involved. They were in Hyungnim's house, hidden for a reason. Tail, but they belong to... Leo glared at him, but Tail glared back. Tail, hey, do I need to remind you why we're here? Do I? Flashback. Leo and Tail met in an advanced class while most kids... Flashback. Leo and Tail met in an advanced class and while most kids would see each other as competition, something in them clicked. They became an inconsolation. Flashback. Leo and Tail met in an advanced class, and while most kids would see each other as competition, something in them clicked. They became an inosculation, two different forms becoming one. They were both only children and became the brother they wished they'd had. Tail had been a technological prodigy, always taking things apart and reinventing them. Leo had always been a fan of art and coding, two drastic subjects that Leo always managed to unite, and with Tail's help, they were able to hide many secrets of their work, which most people would refer to as crimes. They were considered geniuses and finished high school early, but what no one had figured out yet was that they were just very skilled hackers. But being a hacker did require extreme intelligence, which is why they were both bored with school. They dropped out of university because it wasn't challenging for them. Instead, they used their skills to break into homes, preparing for when they perfected their technique for their real target. Leo's and Taylor's families had been affected by layoffs and poor waste management as their old neighborhood was run down and taken over by the redevelopment project. They found a lead that focused their attention on Huta. Leo's anger blinded him, which caused him to make a mistake, leading Huta to catch him as he tried to enter his office. Huta, give me one good reason as to why I shouldn't kill you this instant. Leo, I don't need to. Huta, what? Huta burst out laughing and mumbled under his breath. Huta. <laughs> this punk is fun.
Huta looked at him. Huta looked him over and smiled. Huta, all right, you proved you could be useful. Huta called for one of the guards. Huta, escort our new member to his room. Leo, I didn't come alone, though. Huta looked at him and nodded. Huta, a two-for-one deal. It must be my lucky day. Then, invite your partner to come inside. He laughed and left the room. Leo called Tay to come inside. Tay, what the hell? Leo, this... Leo, it's the best option given the circumstances. Trust me. Tail sighed and gathered his things. He was greeted by a guard and Leo at the door, and they were escorted to their room. After the door closed, Leo took out a book from his backpack and handed it to Tail. He gave him a series of numbers, which Tail understood and looked through the book. Tail looked over at Leo and just nodded. This was their secret way of communicating. Leo let Tail know that they were close to the real culprit they were after. Tail sighed and gathered his things. He was greeted by a guard and Leo at the door, and they were escorted to their room. After the door closed, Leo took out a book from his backpack and handed it to Tail. He gave him a series of numbers which Tail understood and looked through the book. Tail looked over at Leo and just nodded. That was their secret way of communicating. Leo let Tail know that they were close to the real culprit they were after. But when they were finally introduced to the others, Tail sighed and gathered his things. He was greeted by a guard and Leo at the door, and they were escorted to their room. After the door closed, Leo took out a book from his backpack and handed it to Tail. He gave him a series of numbers which Tail understood and looked through the book. Tail looked over at Leo and just nodded. That was their secret way of communicating. Leo let Tail know that they were close to the real culprit they were after. But they, when they were finally introduced to the others, they realized that they were in over their heads. Tail sighed and gathered his things. He was greeted by a guard and Leo at the door, and they were escorted to their room. After the door closed, Leo took out a book from his backpack and handed it to Tail. He gave him a series of numbers which Tail understood and looked through the book. Tail looked over at Leo and just nodded. That was their secret way of communicating. Leo had let Tail know that they were close to the real culprit they were after. But when they were finally introduced to the others, they realized they were in over their heads. So they studied and kept busy developing plans to escape after bringing them down. They didn't trust anyone to be on their side, so they avoided everyone as much as they could. End flashback. Leo shook his head and sat down again. Tail put away the book and he finished reading. Leo shook his head and sat down again. Tail put away the book he finished reading and went back to the table. Leo grabbed his bag and they left the library. On their way, they ran into Chating. Chating. Oh, there's food ready if you guys are hungry. They bowed and walked away without saying anything. Chading walked into the library and went over to the furthest corner and took out a book from the shelf. It was her hiding spot for her memories. She had hidden old pictures of her deceased grandparents and a few of her photos with Minhyuk. She put the pictures back and was headed towards the door when it opened and Chading looked up to see Huta. Huta. So this is where you come to hide. Chading looked away and tried to walk away. Huta reached for her hand and yanked her into his embrace. Time stopped for the both of them. Chading recognized Minhyuk for a brief moment, but as they stared at each other, they heard someone approaching, and Chading pushed him off, but as he didn't want to let go, it caused them to fall. Minhyuk quickly stood up and was about to help her, but a guard walked in to let him know that Minho and Taekyeon had arrived. Huta, escort them to my office. Leo shook his head and sat down again. Tail put away the books he was 
Leo shook his head and sat down again. Tail put away the books he finished reading and went back to the table. Leo grabbed his bag and they left the library. On their way, they ran into Chating. Chating. Oh, there's food ready if you guys are hungry. They bowed and walked away without saying anything. Chating walked into the library and went over to the furthest corner and took out a book from the shelf. It was her hiding spot for her memories. She had hidden old pictures of her deceased grandparents and a few of her photos with Minhyuk. She put the pictures back after a while and was headed towards the door when it opened and Chating looked up to see Huta. Huta. So, this is where you come to hide. Chating looked away and tried to walk away. Huta reached for her hand and yanked her into his embrace. Time stopped for the both of them. Chating recognized Minhyuk for a brief moment. But as they stared at each other, they heard someone approaching, and Chading pushed him off, but as he didn't want to let go, it caused them to fall. Minhyuk quickly stood up and was about to help her, but a guard walked in to let him know Minho and Taekyon had arrived. Huta, escort them to my office. The guard bowed and left. Huta turned to Chading, who had already picked herself up. Minhyuk, Chading, Chading, you should go. Business awaits. She had her arms crossed and avoided looking at him. Huta felt his heartbeat slow back down as he got back into character. He stormed off and Chading let out a gasp. Chading. Ah. <sighs> I can't let him fool me again. There's no going back. She was about to leave when something caught her eye. By the first bookshelf, the faint sunlight was causing something to reflect. She went over and picked it up, realizing it was a USB. Chading. What's this? Does it belong to Leo and Tail? She hid it in her pocket and walked out. She hesitated by their door when it suddenly opened. Chading. Is there a laptop I can borrow? Chading. Yeah. Leo. Why are you asking us instead of using the one in the library? Chading. Because I'm pretty sure you guys have blocked the spyware. Taylor smiled and pushed Leo out of the way, letting Chading come inside. Leo. Before we lend it to you, we... Taylor. Don't be like that. Leo. How can you easily trust her? Chating. Then let's all look at this together. She held up the USB and handed it to them. They looked puzzled and Leo hesitated to grab it. Chating. What's this? Chating. So it's really not theirs? Who else could it belong to? Huta? Chating. I found it in the library. I thought it was yours at first, but you guys are always so cautious with your things. If it has something I could use against Huta or Hyungnim, I want to use it to get out of here. Tail nodded and looked over Leo's shoulder as he plugged it into the laptop. Chading walked over and watched as several files and pictures were displayed. Chading. How are we going to get through all that? Tail. Don't worry, it's likely these were planted to keep snoopers busy. Let me run a program I've been working on. It's designed to weed out the dummy files and find the hidden gems. Leo stood up and let Tail take over. All that could be heard were his... Tail. Don't worry, it's likely they were planted to keep snoopers busy. Let me run a program I've been working on. It's designed to weed out dummy files and find the hidden gems. Leo stood up and let Tail take over. All that could be heard were his fingers hitting the keyboard. Chading walked over to the window. Tail stopped typing and yawned as he stretched. He walked over to Chading and sat on the edge of his bed. Tail. Is it... Can I ask? Chading. Everyone thinks I'm like him because we dated, but... He wasn't like this when we met. As soon as he grew more obsessed with becoming part of Hyungnim's family, I tried to leave him. She finally turned to face them. Chading. I know you guys don't want to be here either. 
Liu. You seem to know a lot of things. Chating. Yeah, but the three most important things I know that can help you both with whatever you're planning is one, Jesse has been a double agent for Hyungnim. He sent her here to keep Huta in check. Two, I'm Huta's biggest weakness. And three, Huta is actually Hyungnim's biggest threat. Unfortunately, everyone knows number two. I have a strong feeling that my days are becoming numbered. Chating. Yeah, but the three most important things that I know that can help you both with whatever you're planning is one, Jesse has been a double agent for Hyungnim. He sent her here to keep Huta in check. Two, I'm Huta's biggest weakness. And three, Huta's big. Chating. Yeah, but the three most important things I know that can help you both with whatever you're planning is one, Jesse has been a double agent for Hyungnim. He sent her here to keep Huta in check. Two, I'm Huta's biggest weakness. And three, Huta is actually Hyungnim's biggest threat. Unfortunately, everyone knows number two. I have a strong feeling that my days are becoming numbered. Tay, why would you? Just then they heard beeping and they all went over to the laptop. Tay, the program works better than expected. Chayden, you didn't know it would work? Tay, no, well, how was I supposed to run tests on the other computers without getting in trouble with Huta or Hyungnim? Chayden nodded and patted his shoulder. Tay opened the first folder and several pictures loaded on the screen. Chayden, who is that woman? Tay. Who knows? Wait. He clicked to enlarge the picture and they all gasped. They looked at each other and Tail got out of that folder and checked another. In that folder were all the letters they had found scanned, but they had the replies as well. Chedi. This file. Leo. It belongs to Hyungnim for sure. Tail. What do we do? We'll be his targets for sure. Should we give it back? Chedi. Where did this come from, though? Tail. We stole some books from Hyungnim. This must have been hidden in them. Leo took out the letters from his bag and showed them to Chading. She read through them and reached the last letter. Chading. Tail, find the letters dated after this one. Tail. Oh, okay. Is something wrong? He found the response to the letter and then the last letter written from the woman. They read it and grew wide-eyed. Chading. Check that other folder. Tail. Okay. He quickly opened the folder and they were finally able to connect everything. Taylor took a deep breath and took off his glasses to rub his eyes. Taylor, what should we do? Leo, let's not get involved. Taylor, what do you mean? They deserve to know. Leo, we don't benefit. Taylor, I guess Jesse and Jungkook aren't the only heartless ones here. Taylor turned back to the laptop and kept looking through the files. Chating, it's fine. It's best that you all don't get involved. I'll figure something out. Taylor. Wait, I think I found something useful. Look at this. They looked over his shoulder and saw some audio files. He clicked on it and they leaned in to listen carefully. Voice number one. Was it taken care of? Voice number two. Of course. Voice number one. Good. What about the baby? Voice number two. Overseas as you instructed. What should I do with her body? Voice number one. I don't want that filthy trash in my home. Can't believe June was ever attracted to that thing. I don't care what you do with it. Just make sure no one ever finds it. Voice number one. Was it taken care of? Voice number two. Of course. Voice number one. Good. What about the baby? Voice number two. Overseas as you instructed. What should I do with her body? Voice number one. I don't want that filthy trash in my home. Can't believe June was ever attracted to that thing. 
I don't care what you do with it. Just make sure no one ever finds it. Voice number two. Yes, Hyungmin. Voice number one. I'm counting on you, Shiwoon. Don't let me down. Voice number two. When have I ever? The recording stopped and Tail played the next one. Voice number one. Hyungmin, we found him. Voice number two. Where is he? Voice number one. I'm following behind him. He just landed. Voice number two. All right. When given the opportunity, make sure to lead him to Huta discreetly. Voice number one. Hyungnim, why not with voice number two? You're questioning me? If he's too close, the reunion I have in mind won't go as planned. Just do as I say and stop asking stupid questions. Voice number one. I apologize. The second recording ended and Taehyung sat back. Chaeyoung, the second recording is definitely the Hyungnim we know. Taehyung, then the first recording would have been the chairman. The timeline fits. Leo, but who's Shiwoon? Chaney, that name sounds familiar. Leo, how exactly does this help us, though? Tay, think about it. It proves that this gang is connected to Hyungnim's family. Maybe there's more evidence here or at that house. We can prove that Hyungnim still uses gangs to get his dirty work done. You think the people will vote for a gangster and a murderer? I'll keep looking through this. Chaney, before I can tell him anything, I need to be able to see if he'll be on our side. Leo and Tail nodded and Chaney left the room. She went into the kitchen to get some water. She had just uncovered so much and was trying to come up with a plan. Suddenly she heard the front door open and Huta was yelling. Chaining put down her glass and went into the living room and sat down quietly. After Huta had talked to Taekyun and Minho, he stood in his usual spot by the window. Something kept nagging him about Taekyun's and Minho's behavior. Taekyun was never the type to respond to him and Minho had furrowed brows, which was normal, but Huta could just tell something was being kept from him. He asked a guard to bring him a copy of the GPS information from Taekyung's car. The guard returned a few minutes later and handed Huta the file. Huta looked over it and decided to retrace their steps after leaving SF9's neighborhood. He ended up at a neighborhood and looked around but didn't find any traces of Taeyang. Huta, they were telling the truth? But then, what are they hiding? He decided to check out the rest of the neighborhood and came across an unexpected sight. He told the guard to stop and he watched the scenario closely. After a few minutes, he got out of the car and approached the scene. One of Sokwoo's guards was lying on the floor, sputtering out blood. He decided to check out the rest of the neighborhood and came across an unexpected sight. He told the guard to stop and he watched the scenario closely. After a few minutes, he got out of the car and approached the scene. One of Sokwoo's guards was lying on the floor, sputtering out blood. When he saw Huta in his view, he tried asking for help, but Huta just smiled. Huta. Now, why were you shot? The guard struggled to speak. Guard. I'm... I'm sorry. <coughs> I needed it. Please. Help me. Huta searched the guard for his phone and found it in his pocket. He looked through the messages but didn't find anything incriminating. He took the phone anyway and left the guard to die. He went back to the car and instructed the guard to drive back to the mansion. On the way over, the guard's phone received a message. Message. Did you get the cash? The number wasn't saved, but Huta figured it was from another guard. He grew annoyed and called his guards to handle the situation. He then called Sankyuk to scold him for not being more careful with maintaining the others in line. He arrived back at the mansion in rage, but grateful he finally had the cherry on top to get rid of the leash around his neck. As soon as he entered, he yelled out to his guards, Huta, 
Gather everyone, every single one of them. Huta sat in his chair with his veins bulging. He was trying to control his breathing, but his knuckles were turning white as he gripped his chair tightly. Leo and Tail entered quietly and sat down, followed by Taekyun and Minho. Finally, Jesse, Matthew, and Yongguk walked in and sat down. Huta. Jesse, care to explain what the fuck you just did? Jesse smirked and sat back. Jesse, shouldn't you be thanking me? I got rid of a problem, a problem that your kids are responsible for. No one else knew exactly what was happening, but were too afraid to speak up. Huta. Now why would I care? Huta. Now why would you care if a measly guard is stealing from them? Everyone grew wide-eyed and looked at each other surprised. Jesse. Everything that they do wrong reflects on us since we trained them. Not to mention, if the kids lose out on too much money, they'll begin to steal from us. Huta closed his eyes and popped his neck. He took a slow, deep breath and opened his eyes again, glaring at Jesse. Huta, now why would you care if a measly guard is stealing from them? Everyone grew wide-eyed and looked at each other surprised. Jesse, everything that they do wrong reflects on us since we trained them. Not to mention, if the kids lose out on too much money, they'll begin to steal from us. Huta closed his eyes and popped his neck. He took a slow, deep breath and opened his eyes again, glaring at Jesse. Huta. You don't get to decide who and when to kill. Now his partner has time to run and hide. Jesse. Oh, seriously, you should be thanking me. Jessie started playing with her hair and looked away nonchalantly. Huta, get the fuck out. He gave his guards a signal and they went over to Jessie. Jessie, you're kicking me out over this? <laughs> Do you really think? Huta, I already have enough to worry about without having to waste time with you. Be sure to tell Hyungmin that I said I didn't need or want his guard dog anymore. Jessie scoffed and rolled her eyes as she stood up. After she left, Huta spoke up again. Huta, everyone brace yourselves. This is the beginning of a shitstorm. Decide now what side you'll choose. He looked at each one of them, and his eyes lingered on Chedin. Matthew, Hyung, what's your plan? What if Hyung Nim gets mad? Huta, if the point is to get rid of the kids, then we'll get rid of the kids. All of them. Matthew's eyes grew wide, and he gulped. The only thing that gave him comfort while doing missions was that the people he was killing were truly evil. But these kids were people that they were supposed to be. Matthew's eyes grew wide and he gulped. The only thing that gave him comfort while doing missions was that the people he was killing never... Matthew's eyes grew wide and he gulped. The only thing that gave him comfort while doing missions was that the people he was killing were truly evil. But these kids were people that were supposed to be on his side. They were like his brothers. Huta, choose your side wisely. Huta was glaring at Matthew, but as soon as Matthew bowed, Huta stood up and left. Leo and Tae looked over at Chaden, who was looking at Matthew's conflicted expression. Yongguk nudged Matthew and nodded towards the door. Matthew, go ahead. Yongguk nodded and left as Taekyun and Minho stood up to leave too. Chaden, Matthew, can I have a word? Matthew nodded and they stood up. Matthew followed Chading to the library, but kept his eyes on the floor as he continued to internally fight with himself. Chading, I know you and Jesse were close, so it may be hard for you to adjust. Matthew, 
I knew she was tough, but ugh, I don't know. Chating. What exactly happened today? Matthew bit his lip and looked around the room before Chating motioned for him to sit down. As soon as they sat down, Matthew spoke. Matthew. Jungkook was too restless, so we took him hunting. He went... Matthew. I knew she was tough, but... Ugh, I don't know. Chating. What exactly happened today? Matthew bit his lip and looked around the room before Chating motioned for him to sit down. As soon as they sat down, Matthew spoke. Matthew. Jungkook was too restless, so we took him hunting. We went to the abandoned neighborhood so he could maybe find a homeless person or something. I don't let him kill anyone. He just likes to chase and scare them. He paused for a moment and took a deep breath after wiping his face. Matthew. We heard someone approaching, so Jessie said she would go check it out when we heard a gunshot. We called out for her, but before we could go looking for her, she came back. When I asked her about it, she said she killed a rat. I didn't see anything, though. I'm sorry. Chating. Why are you apologizing? You didn't do anything wrong. Matthew. I just... I'm so confused right now. I don't know. Chating. Matthew. Listen to me carefully. She leaned on the table, resting her arms on the edge and looking at him cautiously. Chating. I want you to take a deep breath and clear your mind of everything that has happened today and only focus on why it is you joined this gang. If you don't care about that anymore, then follow Hyungni Marhuta. But if you still care, follow me. Matthew looked up at her finally with a confused expression. Chedi nodded gently and patted his hand before leaving. As she exited, Leo and Tade walked up to her. Tade, what do you think? Chedi, I planted the seed. We'll just have to wait and see. They nodded and headed back to their room. Chading glanced back at the library before she also go They nodded and headed back to their room. Chading glanced back at the library before also going back to her room. Matthew stood up and went out to find Yongook. He headed towards the basement and saw him sharpening his tools. He looked at him and felt his heart pound. Matthew. He wouldn't follow me. He enjoys this life. Yongook turned to him and nodded. Matthew. You want to go hunting for real? Jungkook nodded again before turning back to continue sharpening his tools. Matthew smiled and looked towards the small window. Jungkook. Ma Matthew? Matthew turned around and faced him again. Jungkook. You... You're le leaving, right? Matthew tried to hold back his tears and he tried to play it off. Jungkook. I... You... Friends, but not any, any more. Matthew, it's okay, Hyun. I know you're loyal to Huta. I won't hold it against you. Yongook, don't, don't let me ca catch you when you l leave. Matthew smiled through the few tears that had managed to escape. Yongu kept his straight face and turned back to his tools. Matthew went over to pat his shoulder before heading back upstairs. As he walked away, he heard a commotion in the basement. Matthew, I'm sorry. I know I was your only friend. Matthew wiped away his tears and went back to his room. Minho and Taekyeon had been in their respective rooms thinking over the issue with Taeyang. Minho, Taeyang, please hold on until we find a solution. Taekyung was working out to avoid stressing out when they got called out for the meeting. 
After hearing what had happened, they grew worried and met up in Taekyung's room. Minho, you know what this means, right? Taekyung, we can't save them all. At least half of them still want to follow Hutar Hyungnim. I think he has bigger plans. I have a really bad feeling about this. Minho, me too, but I can't just let them all get hurt. Taekyung, do you even know who's worth saving? Minho stayed quiet and thought for a moment. Minho, for sure Youngbin and Jaeyoon. Taekyun, they won't want to leave Chani and Insung behind, though. There's no way to save them if we can't convince those two to come along. Minho furred his brows and looked away. He knew Taekyun was right, but he still wanted to try. Huta sat on his recliner by the window and closed his eyes. There was soft classical music playing, but he had to... Huta sat on his recliner by the window and closed his eyes. There was soft classical music playing, but he told the guard to turn it off. His mind was soon overwhelmed with all the memories he was trying to forget. He tried to clear his mind, but the screams were only getting louder and louder. Sweat was dripping from his face, and his breathing was becoming labored. Suddenly, he felt someone wiping his face, and he opened his eyes to see Chading there. His eyes turned red as tears filled his eyes, and he slowly reached for her cheek. Chading stood up immediately and helped him get out of the chair. She walked him over to the bed, and he lay down, never taking his eyes off of her. Chading. All these well-paid guards and staff members. Why do you keep insisting on me taking care of you? Her words were harsh, but her tone was soft and worried. Minhyuk. Because you're the only person that's allowed to see me this way. The real me. Chading. This isn't the real you. Minhyuk. Cherry. Huta sat on his recliner by the window and closed his eyes. There was soft classical music playing, but he told the guard to turn it off. His mind was soon overwhelmed with all the memories he was trying to forget. He tried to clear his mind, but the screams were only getting louder and louder. Sweat was dripping from his face and his breathing was becoming labored. Huta sat on his recliner by the window and closed his eyes. There was soft classical music playing, but he told the guard to turn it off. His mind was soon overwhelmed with all the memories he was trying to forget. He tried to clear his mind, but the screams were only getting louder and louder. Sweat was dripping from his face, and his breathing was becoming labored. Suddenly, he felt someone wiping his face, and he opened his eyes to see Chading there. His eyes turned red as tears filled his eyes, and he slowly reached for her cheek. Chading stood up Huta sat on his recliner by the window and closed his eyes. There was soft classical music playing, but he told the guard to turn it off. His mind was soon overwhelmed with all the memories he was trying to forget. He tried to clear his mind, but the screams were only getting louder and louder. Sweat was dripping from his face, and his breathing was becoming labored. Suddenly, he felt someone wiping his face, and he opened his eyes to see Chading there. His eyes turned red as tears filled his eyes, and he slowly reached for her cheek. Chading stood up immediately and helped him get out of the chair. She walked him over to the bed, and he lay down, never taking his eyes off of her. Chading. All these well-paid guards and staff members. Why do you keep insisting on team? Chading. All these well-paid guards and staff members. Why do you keep insisting on me taking care of you? Her words were harsh, but her tone was soft and worried. Minkyuk. Because you're the only person that's allowed to see this side of me. The real me. Chading. This isn't the real you. Minkyuk. Cherry. Chading blinked away the tears that were starting to form. Chading. Don't call me that. Minkyuk, I miss you. Chading, don't lie to me. Minkyuk, you know I can't lie to you. I...
cheating. Don't. It doesn't matter. You know why I won't take you back. Minkyuk. I know. I just want you to know that. It'll always be you. Cheating. Whatever. Get some rest. She immediately turned around and tried to walk away when he pulled on her hand. She tried to break free but felt him weakly put something in her hand before letting go. She stormed off and turned off the music before leaving the room. She immediately turned around and tried to walk away when he put something in her hand. She immediately turned around and tried to walk away when he pulled on her hand. She tried to break free but felt him weakly put something in her hand before letting go. She stormed off and turned on the music before leaving the room. She was about to throw the box back at him when she realized what it was. She gripped it tightly and ran back into her room and broke down crying against the door. That part of Minkyuk only ever showed up before Huta executed something dangerous. Chayden knew she was losing him and there wasn't much she could... She immediately turned around and tried to walk away when he pulled on her hand. She tried to break free but felt him weakly put something in her hand before letting go. She stormed off and turned on the music before leaving the room. She was about to throw the box back at him when she realized what it was. She gripped it tightly and ran back into her room and broke down crying against the door. That part of Minghyuk only ever showed up before Huta executed dangerous plans. Chayden knew she was losing him and there wasn't much she felt she could do about it. Chayden. That's what he wants. He made his choice a long time ago and I promise not to get in the way.